welcome to Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Ailish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. And this is our first episode <laughs> ever. And we're just kind of going with it. We're excited. We are new to podcasting, so we're learning a lot. Um, so we'll just see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> so this week... Um, I had some stuff going on. Okay, can chat tell about. us about it. Well, we bought my grandpa an iPad oh. for his birthday, and it's great. He's very good at technology for his age, but um, teaching no. him about <laughs> Apple products over the phone has been an interesting <laughs> challenge. <laughs> like last night, I was talking to him, and thank goodness... I have an iPhone and am familiar with this system because I'm trying to describe what things look like and <laughs> the color of a certain app and all this stuff all over the phone and I can't see what he's seeing and he, sometimes he's getting it and other times it took like a solid <laughs> few minutes before we got to find where the camera button was. Oh gosh. But I don't know. I feel like I'm like that though. Like I can't do technology. I know. But lady. sometimes it's hard. And then, like I always think with older people, especially like they've seen so many changes, and mm-hmm. for them to adapt to all these new things, it really is like amazing. Yeah, it really. Yeah, because they've literally seen like the beginning of technology. I was listening to Betty White's book. Yeah, <laughs> and she literally came up from the beginning of TV. Yeah. You know, like, it's just crazy that they've literally seen every transition ever. I know. And she, like, her entire career was was through. Like, Like, literally. I know. And even... It's crazy. Yeah, like, just the way movies are made and how it's different. And especially, I mean, how she saw so many changes with society, too. Literally, I know. (laughs) Like, technology is just, like, a touch of it. I know. Like, how... Like, women were treated in the industry, and it's just crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. (laughs) It's so crazy. So, you mentioned that you were proud of yourself this week. Yes, I am very proud of myself this week. Um, I would probably say I'm a pretty um, introverted person, (laughs) (laughs) and I volunteered to work in a nursery at the church I go to, and... (laughs) I um there's another girl in there and I was so personable and you know oh she goodness. even invited me to go do something afterwards because she has children too Aww. or a child so I was just really proud of myself I'm like maybe I am likable <laughs> you are likable <laughs> don't Thanks. be so self-deprecating <laughs> I'll try not to <laughs> That's exciting. How many kids are in that nursery? Well, this week there wasn't that many, but last week there was, like, way too many, like, about, like, hundreds. How many of, like, adults are in there? Just at two. Time? Oh, so if it's just the two of you, yeah. you could have a ton of kids. Yeah, that's hard. It is hard, but this past week was easy, and I was just proud of myself for... Yeah, branching out. Good. Yeah. It always feels good to volunteer. It does. <laughs> it does. Do you go out of your comfort zone? It is. 
it's nice. Yeah. It's uh, this year's all about growth. Oh my gosh! And how many times have we said I that? Know, but, but this, this is for, for real. real. I know. Look at this. We're already making a podcast. I know. We never <laughs> thought this. We've talked about it for forever, and now we're no, finally we're doing, doing it. it. We're literally doing it. It's in our, we'll be able to cross it off our 2023 We actually, well, Hannah started with a year, like, inspiration board and on Pinterest, and she told me that I should do it, too. I made her do it, and she, it looks good. I know, and we both had stuff about podcasting on ours. Yes, and look at, we totally manifested it. I know, we did, we did. I also had a... Uh, making kombucha on mine, which I keep putting off because I want to just, I don't know, I like to do stuff like that. Like, I like trying new things and cooking, whatever, but it's actually a lot of work and takes a lot of time, and I'm just really stalling (laughs) with getting going with it, but we're only at the coming towards the end of February, so I still have a lot of time left. We do. We've got so much time left. Yeah. There, we also both had a lot of, like, inspo picks. We did. And some of them, I think, are unrealistic for our lifestyles. But, but, <laughs> it's just good to visualize. Yeah, it is. It is. We have to have some type of vision, you know, of our fake lives. Yes. <laughs> So, also, something I was listening to this week was Rachel Bilson's podcast. Have you oh. ever listened to them? No, I didn't even know she had a podcast. I don't know how I saw it, but I actually enjoy it. She has some pretty good guests. Yeah. And it's like her and her friend. And sometimes the chemistry can be off just yeah. a touch. But she had Heidi Pratt. Trigger warning. <laughs> we like Heidi Spencer. We like Spencer and Heidi. Um, but she was talking about, you know, like her friendship with Lauren and, uh, it could just kind of seem like they both had two different expectations from the friendship. Mm. And I think that's really where it went wrong, yeah. sort of. And like, I like Lauren too, but I mean, I think even definitely back then I was like, why is she being so hard on Heidi just over a boyfriend. Yeah. And obviously we know, like, The Hills wasn't real, mm-hmm. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> we still we're in think denial. some things. <laughs> yeah, some things were definitely still true yeah. in a way. But I just thought that was really interesting. And then at the end, Rachel was like, I just want to say that I know Lauren and I really like Lauren. And I, like, immediately got, like, mad. And then I was like, why am I mad? I think it's just because I like I didn't like the way she said that, but I'm like, no, that is a good point. Yeah. It's like just because Heidi had a bad experience with Lauren doesn't mean she's a bad person. Yeah, like- and some like I think that was a really interesting time in their lives. Yes, too. and like having friends in your younger twenties. Yeah. I mean, because she was like, yeah, we were like 18 mm-hmm. when all this was happening in the beginning and everything. So, yeah, I do feel like your expectations and friendships change as you get older too. Yeah. Um, And I feel like they were both, I don't know, the trajectory of their careers were very different in the way that Heidi and Spencer went about fame. Like, they really knew the game and were playing off of that. And it seemed like, this is our perception, obviously, but (laughs) from what Lauren was doing, she was not as full on into it as Heidi and Spencer were. And so her fame was kind of like 
more of a mellow. Yes. Like, I'm going to do my fashion stuff, my beauty stuff. And they were, like, staging paparazzi. Right. Not to say maybe Lauren did that, too, but it was in more of, like, an understated way. Right. And I feel like she was using this as, like, a stepping stone right. versus But I they. think they just, the two of them couldn't understand where the other person was coming right. from. And like you said, the expectations were just, were so just different. different. Yeah, yeah. Like, it seemed like Heidi wouldn't have fun. And Lauren wanted a friend. They, yeah. They lived together. They moved there you know, like, together to do this, mm-hmm. so, which is funny, because we've never actually lived together. No, we haven't. <laughs> I remember, like, a long time ago when we were, it was probably, like, when we were both in our college years, mm-hmm. like, post-high school, and we talked about it, but, like, how is it really going to happen? Like, our, our like, post-high school plans were different. They were, it, and then... <laughs> it didn't, like, line up for us to ever live, like, live together. together. And I feel like it may be... That was a sign that it would have meant really bad if we <laughs> lived together. Like, it would have been the end of our friendship. I feel like <laughs> there would be so many things that, like, we know about each other already, but right. we don't live with every day right. that would just be like, annoy wait. us so much. <laughs> like, why are you doing that? I know. So I feel like it was probably a good... I'm just going to leave it at that. You know, it's like we're not, you know, obviously if something happened, we would move in with each other. But I don't feel like we missed out. No, I don't think either. Because I feel like it could have broke us. (laughs) God. I hope not. Do you have no faith? (laughs) It's just like, I just feel like, The truth comes out. Hannah does not have faith in her friendship. (laughs) One little thing will set it. Just gone. It'll spiral. No, but it just, I think it would have changed the dynamic of our friendship. And like things, I don't know, it could have been different, like with relationships that you've had too. Right. Like what if you were in a serious relationship and then you didn't want to live with me anymore? Like would that have caused (laughs) something? an issue. Would it have been Lauren and Heidi? Yeah, like (laughs) literally it might have been. And where would we have even lived? I know. You know, that would have been a question too. I know. Well... Female friendships are challenging. They are. (laughs) They are very challenging. They just are. And, like, I don't think that it was as... It was difficult when we were, like, in our teens and maybe even somewhat in our early 20s. But then once you really get to adulthood, it's so hard, I think. It is. Because, in like, when you're in school, college or high school, it's like you see these people every day. Mm -hmm. It's really, like... It takes a lot of effort to be friends with somebody when you're an adult. I know. And in high school, it's like you guys are all living the same life, really. Like, the experiences are all very similar on the surface. Right. You know, everybody's home life is different, but you're all going to the same school. You share classes and teachers. You play on the same sports teams. You're involved in the same clubs. You have so many commonalities, whereas once you get out into the workforce, sometimes the only thing that connects you with somebody is, oh, we both work at the same Literally, place. And, that, and that's where you spend your most time is mm-hmm. with, like, your coworkers and stuff, and that can be a challenging relationships there, too. Yeah, and I feel, you know... We both have had challenges with female friendships. We have. And I think they're just really tough. I mean, even like my mom has had problems, you know, in female relationships too. Yeah. And it's just, it's so tough. And I feel like, you know, 
I'm grateful that our friendship has withstood this, you know, the time. Test of time. Test of time. Yeah, I know. Me too. But I, I love all the time that we spend together. But I do wish that we had kind of a bigger circle. I know it has been challenging over the years. We're yeah. like. Where are their friends? I know. And Where's the girls' night? It's yeah. always like us. We're like, we always look like a couple. I know. <laughs> together. It's just us. And like our just lives as adults have gone in kind of different directions mm-hmm. too. So it's like, you know, when I have time, you might not or vice right. versa. Or the things that one of us wants to do, the other one is in a different stage of their life. So it's like just... I don't know. We're, I feel like we never had, maybe this is just a stereotypical thing that you see on like social media and stuff, but right. that big group of girls that yeah, they're that just going out <laughs> partying and going on vacations and bachelorette parties. Like we just never had that. No, we've, no, we've literally never had that. And even in like high school, we were like canceled. Yeah. <laughs> I like to say. And so that was just kind of like a bad time with female friendships and, I think even, like, female friendships I made, like, in my early 20s, if I stopped working somewhere or... That was it. Yeah. Yeah. You just... There was, like, no falling out. You just, like, stopped being friends. Right. And I, you know, when we brought up this stuff about high school, I don't... It's not that either of us, I think, are holding on to that. Like, we're so distraught. But But I've healed from that. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't have any ill will towards anything that happened it was high school you know how all that goes but yeah there is trauma and you kind of it makes me almost just more cautious when I go into talking with women and and trying to build a friendship with another woman as an adult like it's made me just more self-conscious it does I know and I feel like I it's just it is so hard and then at work, there's this girl, you know, I do need, because I'm a mom, I have two children, and I need more supportive women in my circle with, like, being a mom. And even at work, I have, like, I would consider her, like, my main mom friend. But mm-hmm. sometimes, if I feel like we're getting too close, I'll just, like, shut down and, like, pull back a yeah. little. It's like, because I'm just so scared to, like, get hurt again. Yeah, well, and I find that, too, like, with women that I've met at different jobs that I've had where I get along great but then when it's like oh do you want to like do something this weekend or do you want to come here or they ask about something personal and I'm kind of like oh no um (laughs) no it's not like that. yeah I'm not gonna go there with you like (laughs) no I can't do this hard pass it is it I do feel like it's like that. Even that, you know, mom friends should be like, oh, we got to get the boys together. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we don't do anything on the weekends either. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> I'm not reaching out. Or like, I yeah. just feel like, why? I always get so insecure. I'm like, why would they even want to be my friend? You know? I know, it's like, I do that all the time. I'm like, why do they even like me? And then I'm like, get in my own head. I'm like, why is Aylish even my friend? <laughs> <I know. laughs> Does she even like me? <laughs> I know. And then you're just overanalyzing everything. Yeah. But I just, I do feel as a whole, I don't know, maybe I am just a self-conscious person. I don't feel like I am like in the grand scheme of my life. But when right. it comes to things with other women, like I, I really am like a situation that, <clears throat> that happened like kind of recently for me it 
where somebody that I don't even really talk to, I found out was saying like hurtful things about me to other women. Right. And I was just like, you don't understand how that affects me. Like now I'm thinking about that all the time. Every time I walk by that person or see that person, I don't even want to have a conversation with you because I feel like you're going to use what I'm saying to talk badly about me. Oh yeah. Like, and it, that makes me so self-conscious. I'm already conscious about like how I look and everything about that. And I try to like hold it together, you know, (laughs) and put on a good face. But that's the thing that I found with women. And this again is just kind of generalizing based on my own experiences, but they don't understand how things that they do or say can really impact another woman. Or they want it to and they don't care. And it's like, well, because of what you did now, I feel horrible. And it's like, you can try to like brush it off, but I just feel like we do that all the time. Yeah. And we just let people treat us, or women, I should say, yeah, treat us so poorly. And it's just, it's so hard to want to even get close with anyone just because, you know. And there are good women out there. Yeah, there are. And I've come in contact with them. But yeah. it's just like, it just is so hard because those one people are just the bad people make you feel so Mm self-conscious that you don't even want to try with anyone i know and just self-conscious about the stupidest things you know i know if it's something that i wear or how i did my hair that day or oh my gosh like i said something weird in that sentence just the stupidest stuff i know how i'm walking you know like literally how i'm walking and or just the way I know I'm like I don't even like people to get too close to my yeah. face I'm like they're gonna see all my pores I know. <laughs> like all as my... if they can't see mine anyway Literally. they're like craters <laughs> <You're right. laughs> just to like just everything makes you so self-conscious and it's like I want to be past that and I yeah. think too I'm getting more past that the older I'm getting but it's still I still feel sometimes like a little kid who doesn't want to be picked on on the playground. Me too. And especially with some of the people that I work with that are older than me, I'm like, why are you acting this way? Like, you do make me feel like I'm a child. Literally. And I I am a professional woman. You know, we're not... We're not 19. We're not 22. Like, we're, we are adults. Yes. Like, but when I'm around those women, I don't feel like an adult. No, I still feel like a little kid who has no idea what they're doing. I know. It's just unfortunate. And, you know, kind of going back to what I said about those big girl groups, big friendships. It makes me wonder if those are genuine friendships. I know. I think because it's almost hard for me to, like, like understand how somebody can have more than one like best friend or I mean maybe even like two or three best Mm -hmm. friends but like just have all these friends I'm like are you guys really even that close or that like this is my party friend and this is my brunch friend like Like, and I I don't think there's anything wrong with having those types of friends either but it just the thing I just saw um, pictures of Simone Biles um bachelorette party right (laughs) and it was a huge group i mean there had to been at least like 10 girls and i'm just sitting there like are you guys all 
like you all interact with each other. Like you liked these girls enough to bring them on your right. bachelorette party, <laughs> your and are things? they all in your bridal party? I mean, I have no idea, but. It just makes me wonder, and I guess it's just because my experience is different or I don't have that, that it makes me skeptical. But I don't even know if I would want that. Like, it would... It would almost be a lot of work. I know. Like, how do you maintain up. a friendship with 15 yeah. women? Well, and that's another good point because I think maintaining friendships, it, it takes a lot of work. I know. Even us, I feel like... Like, where our friendship has lasted long enough that we're good at yeah. maintaining it. But even then, it's like, oh, I didn't see Ailish this month. I know. Like, uh, why? I know. And and we still communicate with each other. Right. At, like, every day. But it's just to spend quality time yes. and to actually do things. It's tough. I mean, it's hard with, like, schedules and everything. But... Sometimes that can go on the back burner, yes. and I don't know how. I don't know how I would be able to manage right. a bunch of friendship if I had like even five close girlfriends, right? And especially if they were all kind of segmented, where it's like, well, I know Hannah because I've known her my whole life, and I know this friend because I met her in college. And I know this one because she's at work, and none of my friends have any connection to each right. other. So but it's not, like- it's not like you can do big group things, right. or people don't live in the same areas. Like, right? It's a full time job keeping up with these friendships. It is. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't have any. I know. Well, my one friend from college, she. She lives, I don't know, probably an hour and a half away from me. And there will be just months that will go by. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I miss I know, I miss I her. We need her. to hang out. Like, we haven't in a while. And then she'll be like, oh, I was going to say, too. And But it's just, and when we see each other, it's fine. You know, we can talk about stuff. But it's just like, why did I wait so long? I know. I feel like. It's just like prioritizing things in your life. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you want me time. But then you but I feel like we really as women need to get together and support each other and like prioritize each other. And yeah. that's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast. I know it is because <laughs> us taking the time to make these podcasts and release them each week gives us time to actually talk with each other yeah. and connect more and have quality time and I'm excited about that. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, friendships are just, they're really, they're complicated. And then you have the friendships where it's, you've been friends through so many stages of your life or you were friends at a certain stage of your life, but you've evolved and changed. And then do you, do you just continue to be friends? Like you're kind of almost stuck in a friendship. Right. Where it's like, we don't really have anything in common anymore. And it's just weird to still try to like maintain this relationship. And it's like, there's nothing wrong. No. You just grow out of it. Yeah. I feel, but you know what? I think that's the way sometimes things are in like romantic relationships too, where people just, kind of get stuck where they say, well, I've put in five years. My <laughs> well going stay <laughs> Finish her out. <laughs> yeah. But we don't ever really think about that with friendships, I feel. Like no. it, the same thing can happen where you just lose touch or you grow apart and there isn't really anything wrong with that. But, no. but like 
do you just kind of ghost the person? Right. Do you just... <laughs> How do you end the friendship? Yeah. I know it is weird. Or, like, I feel like I've had friendships over the years, and then once you're done with, like, that portion of your life, you just never talk to that person again, even though it's, like... Even some of those people, I think about them and I miss them. And I'm like, man, I really wish I would have made more of an effort to see them. Yeah. Or I had something happen recently where I don't even know why, what sparked a text from this woman I used to work with. But she saw something and it made her think of me. And she Mm -hmm. texted me about it, which was nice, Right. right? Like. But then she said, oh, my gosh, the next time we have, like, a staff outing, I'm going to invite you. <laughs> and I I said that would be great, you know, right. but kind of both of us probably knowing that that's not going <laughs> not to happen. happen. <laughs> but it's, a good it's idea. just, yeah, and, it, like, I loved all those other women that I worked with, too. Right. That, and it was fun when we did things together before, but that was exactly what you just said. It was a portion of my life that I spent working at this place and I right. connected with these women because I worked with them a lot and then when I stopped working there that <laughs> was kind of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is it's crazy like <laughs> but it was nice that she It was nice. She thought of like that's what I think I don't know it's just kind of funny like she thought of me. She specifically saw something right. that made her think of me. <laughs> like, oh, that made me think of Alish. Yeah. Sometimes. And then she texts me but then that's as far as it's going to go. Oh, no. Or I had a friend, too, um, at another place of work. I've had a lot of different jobs. Just Not that I, I don't want to seem like I... Job hopper. Just I'm a job hopper. There's just been a lot of different opportunities and times in my life that I've had a lot of different career fields and random jobs. But anyway, that's a whole different topic. But... <laughs> I connected with this woman that I worked with like a lot because I was going through a tough time and she was too. And we just basically hated our lives and bonded (laughs) over that. And we were there for each other. And then she, we both moved away from each other. Um, and like she moved to back to Europe. So it was long, long distance. (laughs) And for a while, we connected still and kept talking to each other and stuff. But then now that we didn't have that main connection, which was where we worked and our hatred for our lives (laughs) at that moment, it was like the things that we could talk about became more like minimal. And it was mainly just like, oh, how are things going? Good. How are they going with you? Yeah, they're fine. (laughs) Are you still working here? Yeah, I am. I'm actually doing this. Like, so it wasn't, it wasn't like we could keep real conversations going. And I guess we could have, you know, like, right. Like looking back now that we are more mature and know that we could have, we could have, but I think it's an effort from both people and with friendships. And if it's not, if it's only one-sided, then it's not going to last, and it's not right. going to be genuine. For sure. Um, another thing that I have randomly with, like, f- friendships, female friendships, is yeah. I do workout classes, and the one that I do is Pure Bar, and I love it. But it's kind of funny. I'll see some of these women, like, once or twice a week, and I'll, you know, sit next to them, and we'll be working out together, and we'll have little conversations. Right. And I like these women and they're really nice, but like 
like the one I don't even know her name. Right. Like, I, don't, I don't even know don't her. Right. And she's so sweet. And the one day I saw her afterwards, I went to get a juice at, um, at the store by us. And she was there. And I was like, oh, it was so hey out of you. context. Right. I was like, I didn't even register. And then I couldn't even say like, hey. Oh, hey. Sarah, like I don't even know <laughs> what her gonna, name is, right? And it was told to me once, or I heard it once, and then now it's just it never stuck in my head. <laughs> and I don't know if she knows my name either. Right. Like we just recognize each other. So today I had my bar class, and I went to the earlier one instead of the one I usually go to. And when I was walking out, she was walking in, and we had like a little three-minute conversation <laughs> about stuff. And, oh, have a good week. Yeah, you too. And she seems so nice, right. but like what but is that? Nothing. I know. Yeah. It's like, is that a friendship? Yeah, Or is I that just know. like an acquaintance or at my workout class? Yeah. Like, but that's a, that's just a strange dynamic. It is. I know. It's like I'm friendly with you, but I don't know your name. Yeah. Or like <laughs> I do else. like spin too. I sit next to the same person on Wednesdays because our bikes right. are next to each other. <laughs> and we'll, you know, laugh about the same thing or right. say something <laughs> to each other. But that's it. But like for every class, I am by this right. woman and we never even... But it's hard because where I do my workout classes, I don't live either. Right. So maybe if I live there, you know, like, it could oh, be. Oh, let's get breakfast yeah. or something and one then morning. It could spark more of a friendship. And I don't know. It's me, too, because I don't always try. I know. I literally, I will, or I'll purposely not try. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm just like, nah, I don't want to go down that road. Right. Yeah, I just avoid it. That's you know, another thing we can talk about is self-sabotage <laughs> because that's part Always. of it. Like, I, I know we, the two of us are the queens of self-sabotage. No. Always. And this week I've been really, my favorite way to self-sabotage is to not drink water. <laughs> so it's funny <laughs> right. that like our podcast is called Emotional <laughs> Support Water Bottle because I, I literally do have my water bottle with me all, all times. the time. And then but, you just purposely deprive yourself yes. of water so yep. you don't. <laughs> yeah. And then it was, I think it was, I don't know, two, three days ago. And I knew it in my head. I'm like, you're not drinking water, Elish. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're not drinking water. And then the like, next. I don't deserve water. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, I'm feeling pretty crappy, like so thirsty and just my skin is dry. <laughs> and I'm still just like, no, you can't drink. <laughs> Don't fill it up. Carry that bottle around all day, but don't (laughs) fill it up one time. And then finally yesterday, I broke down. And when I got home from work with my empty water bottle, um, I filled it up (laughs) because I was, this was like day three of no (laughs) hydration. And I just chugged a bunch of water. And I sent a picture to Hannah because I was like, I've been depriving myself. This is the first sip of water I've had all day. Like, why do we do that? Literally, it's like, we're like, I am not going to reward you today. I'm going to set you up for a bad day. I know. Or just mindsets. Like, I self-sabotage myself with my mindset, which I'm trying to get better at, honestly. No, me too. I've been trying to, like, redirect, like, if I'm, like, I'm the fattest person that ever walked the planet. No, I'm skinny. (laughs) Or I'll be like, I will be skinny. I know. Yeah, I try to 
just think about that too. Like, what is the truth? Like, right. what is the fact in this? Like, thoughts are not facts. Right. So, exactly. <laughs> like, that's so important. But when I'm getting in one of my self-sabotage moods, yes. it gets pushed right to the wayside. I know. I have this... Well, one time, that reminds me of a story, my um, husband, like, did something with our kid, and I kind of, like, snipped at him, but I thought I was very justified. Mm -hmm. And I, like, happened to look up, and some of the females that were around, (laughs) like, gave each other a look. And then I immediately was like, oh, so they just talk about me all the time, don't they? They just feel so comfortable (laughs) making a face (laughs) face at me. And I'm like, was it like that? Or did I get a little too snippy with Mm -hmm. my husband in front of them, even though I felt justified? And it was like, I was like, oh, so they hate me. So I'm never going to talk to them again. Like, I literally don't have, like, a great relationship with them. Yeah. But you're just... You're almost like projecting yes. your own feeling onto them too. Like maybe, you know, deep down in your mind, you know, yeah, I was a little too snippy in that moment. Right. So then you're projecting. Like they're telling, they're it's saying like, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I wasn't like that, but they said I was yeah. and they're not going to like me now. Right. And you almost just are pushing the blame and literally just self-sabotaging because then it spirals. Yeah, it I know, spirals. So it's, and it's like everything they do makes me feel like yeah outsider and like i won't and i'll just like shut down right but are they really i know are they or are you just perceiving that that and making right creating that for yourself right yeah i know that is tough too and i think you know this from like our past and stuff it has felt like we were villainized Mm -hmm. in a way so i feel like anytime i for like half a second think that somebody's feels that way about me, I'll just shut down and yeah. I won't even make any effort. It's like such a huge trigger. I know. I know. I feel that. But you know what's funny though? Just the term, and I, I feel like the term self-sabotage is widely known. Yes. I thought it was. And <laughs> I mentioned it to somebody who is like a teenager and they're like, what is what what does that mean like I don't even know what that means and I said oh my gosh you you don't know like you do self-sabotage yourself like that's why I'm bringing this up to you but um and then I had to explain it and I I was just surprised that they she that person didn't right. know what that was maybe it's just because we do it so much that we, we're so aware of it maybe it's like a millennial term yeah maybe where they use the youngsters use gaslighting yeah. and then, <laughs> which I don't I feel like the self-sabotage though gaslighting yourself is gaslighting yourself yes. yeah all the time I feel like I do that I know but then I get frustrated when I am gaslit by somebody else yes but then I do it to myself constantly literally I love that thing where they're like take a picture I've never done this (laughs) just so you know (laughs) where you're supposed to like take a picture of you when you were younger and like post it up and be like would you say that to that girl the things you say to yourself that's so true like oh gosh I I don't know I think we did when right. we were teenagers, we still were, we had very negative self-talk. Definitely. I know. I'm like, 
I feel like if I did have a picture of my little girl self, I would still be mean to her. I know, me too. Because I would just pick myself apart like I do anyway. Oh, well, you barely grew into your teeth. Which I know it isn't healthy. We know that. We we know. And we do make efforts to to change our behavior. But it is hard. I think it's just, it's not to be so like... I don't know, victimize ourselves. But just as women, I think it is hard with pressures from society, yes. especially about just expectations or looks and stuff like that. We grew up with and that was really heavy. Yeah, yeah, it was like Victoria's Secret fashion shows, you know. Which just I Victoria's loved. Secret. But yes. yeah. <laughs> I loved uh, looking at my body and <laughs> it after looking at theirs. But, you know, I... When I was on TikTok, I'm not on TikTok anymore, but the podcast is. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah, follow us. It was, <laughs> it was just cool to see some of the like body positivity stuff with like showing like their close ups of like cellulite. And, yeah. And it's like, we just never had that. I know. I appreciate that so much now. I know. There's still so much negativity on there social sure media. Is, yes. <laughs> but I do appreciate how there are some, and men and women, not just women, that are actually showing their real selves and not yes. these fully edited photos yes. or staged pictures. It's like we all know that this isn't reality, but the right. more that we see it, the more it we becomes think it is. real. Yes. Yeah. And I don't really, you know, I guess it it probably just stems from celebrities and magazines and photo shoots and stuff where they did edit photos so right. much. And then once we all got smartphones, it just became really easy to use different apps yes. or filters to edit things. But, like, why do we do that? <laughs> like, I just, it's so silly. I just, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. And I think... I've gotten better now, probably within the, even though it sounded like we were really bad, but I have gotten better if something's bothering me um, and making me feel bad, I will stop, like, looking at it. Like, yeah. there was a girl I was following on Snapchat, and she was literally pregnant and so skinny, and I'm like, I'm not following this anymore. Like, it makes me feel terrible, yeah. and I just don't want to look at it anymore, and so I'm trying not to, but it is so hard not to... Like, compare yourself. I know. It really is. And I just, I appreciate every time I see those articles or pictures and stuff when they'll have the, like, Instagram models or they're kind of just regular people. I guess they're kind of influencers. I don't know. I'm not on Instagram (laughs) either. So, but when I see these things where it'll be like, this is me posed and this is me natural. And I just appreciate that so much because we ne- we thought when we were growing up that the posed and the edited was the natural. Yeah, because that's the way, I don't know, there was no social media to what it was now, so yeah. we didn't know. And then in the magazines, anytime a celebrity like wasn't looking their best, they'd just be totally yeah, well, they would fat tear shamed them apart. and like... Just terrible. Like, look how bad they look without makeup. Yeah, it was horrible. And that's what you just sent me something of an article that we saw that that was on the Daily Mail, I think. Oh, yeah. And it was, it literally was that. Like, look at these stars without their makeup. Or I think it was about the Kardashians. Yeah, I think so, too. And it was just like, why are we doing this? In 2023, like, we're seriously going to call them out. Like, it just felt really it felt a low mean. blow. Yeah, it just felt really mean. I know. I agree. It was like, 
I know. I'm just sorry. Like, aren't we past that? And it's like, okay, we, it's tough too because we want people to be transparent about yeah. the editing and stuff, but why are they editing it then? I know. Because when they don't, you guys are making, like, zooming in on their face to I show know. their skin texture. Which, and, like, those are my favorite ones because I know. my I skin texture is not, and I know full well that's when they do that sometimes they use like, like the harshest yeah. filters but when it is just like a red carpet picture or something and then it's just zoomed in yes. no other filter on it no editing and i can see the pores or i can see the bumps on someone's face or i can see the cake to makeup like it does make me feel good because like, my oh. my skin texture is not perfect either no. like i mm-hmm. even though i take care of my skin like i still have random like bumps and unevenness right. or some redness in places when i don't do anything to my skin and it just makes me feel like okay stars they're just like us <laughs> kylie has texture so it's okay that yeah. i do that's like and it really does make you feel better i know and it's not that like i'm i'm thinking oh they're ugly right like, that makes me <laughs> feel better about myself it's literally oh she has like texture on her skin right. too like her forehead is a little bumpy i know i'm like oh it's like everybody has that yeah. done you know it's like it does make you feel a lot better or just random things you know like with your with your body or you see right. all the like bikini pictures lighting makes such a yes. huge difference because there will be times when i look at myself in like my room when i'm just having the natural light come through mm-hmm. and i look horrific right (laughs) and then i'll go in a different room or i'll turn on the overhead lights or the lamp behind me or you know whatever and i'm like oh actually you know this is okay (laughs) this is fine i look fine (laughs) yeah so lighting makes such a huge difference but this just makes me always wonder what do i actually look like i know out when i'm just at the store like walking around I hate the fluorescent lighting, so I don't even want to talk about that. But, like, if I was just walking down the street. Right. What do I look like? I don't right. even know, I feel. No, literally, because I... Or, like, we have, like, um, a camera, like, in front of the house. Oh, yeah. And I've seen myself, like, walking up into the house, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a troll. I know. But, of course, it's not, like, the best No, that HD, quality, yeah. I know. It's like, of course, I look a little smushed, like... I know. <laughs> But you wonder what other people think. And it's like you just, when you see something on yourself, you're just like, ew, why are my feet walking like that? And Well, the other thing, too, I had uh, one of my coworkers, actually, we were talking about just image and stuff. I kind of believe that I have body dysmorphia. I just think I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I do. Like right. Just thinking about it and, like, how I see myself. Versus how other people see me. I mean, it is very different. But anyway, not about me and my problems. <laughs> um, but she was saying how there I think there was, I don't know if it was just a study or what it was, that said if you saw your doppelganger yeah. walking past you on the street, you wouldn't even wouldn't recognize re- no. them because you don't even know what you actually <laughs> right. look like. And I feel like that because when I see myself in the mirror, yeah. like, I don't like my nose. So I look at my nose and I'm like, oh my God, it's so big. It's so crooked. I just hate my nose. <laughs> or I look at my pores and I'm like, oh, they're so enlarged. Right. That's all people can see. Or especially if we have a pimple or something, right. it's like- that's all I focus on 
So what do I actually look like? I literally don't know. No, no, literally no. Or like what I see myself in a picture versus what I see in the mirror. I'm like, those don't even look like the same person. I know. Sometimes I'll see a photo of myself and I don't recognize me. No, I'm like, that's me. Or even like if there's a video of me, I'm like, that's what I, like I can't even, I'm like, that doesn't look like me. Like I feel like if I was an actor or something and I saw myself, I'm like, I just wouldn't feel like that was me. That is so weird, like, that you just brought that up. I never even thought about that before. Like, I wonder, I think there's multiple reasons why some actors and actresses don't watch their own stuff. But that must be such a weird Weird. experience. Right, because not everybody, I mean, everybody's a little self-conscious, but I just feel like you're not, like, registering that it's you because you don't really register, like, what you look like. I know. Yeah, that and then as a actor to just see yourself on film for an hour and a half, two hours, you know, whatever, <laughs> like that must be so weird. Or <laughs> like to hear your own voice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, us making this podcast is traumatizing because I know I don't like the sound of my <laughs> no. own voice. I'm hoping we'll just get like numb to it. <laughs> I know. I'm hoping that too, and I'm sure that people have things to say. <laughs> It's weird, though, because I feel like when I hear your voice in the recording, it sounds like, for the most part, normal. Yeah. But I feel like mine sounds really... But I feel the opposite, oh, and I think it's just us being more self-critical. Yeah, right. But also, I am, with podcasts in general, I'm very particular about uh, voices. Yeah. Like, I... If I am listening to another podcast and I don't like the person's voice, I can't do it. Like, I won't listen to their podcast because it's just... I know it really depends. I do a lot of audiobooks, so when I... If the narrator isn't what I envision, then it can, like... I, like, I'll still listen, but it could ruin the story. Like, or the effect isn't the same. Yeah. All based on someone's voice. I know. It just, I don't know. And it's not even that I think they have a bad voice if I was talking to them. But when I'm listening to some sort of dialogue or story, I just, it has to be really particular for me. And it can't be any, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it really. (laughs) So I'm sure maybe I'm just overcritical about voices. So that's why I'm more critical about mine. But I'm sure other people are like that, too. I read comments of podcasts and they'll say they're annoying. Yeah, I couldn't I I couldn't stand it. It's like, I don't know. You can't change your voice. I know. Although Austin Butler did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he did. I feel like it's kind of going back to normal. But you know know what? I looked I tried to look up like audio of his quote unquote old voice (laughs) but a lot of the things were from when he was just younger yeah so it's like you're gonna have a young kiddish voice and I don't know I mean for sure he was stuck in the Elvis thing but I I think if I was in that situation and I was trying to do a certain person's voice or accent and all that voice coaching that you do and you're filming for so long and the prep like it would happen. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. I feel like people were just, like, a little bit too mean. They were. They were harsh on him <laughs> for like, no reason. You dedicate, you know, months of your life prepping for this, and then it's like, yeah, it's not just going to go away. Like, you've had to change so much about the way you talk. Yeah. 
I love, have you ever seen, just speaking about the way people talk, (laughs) um, there's, I can't remember what YouTube it was, but they would have a voice coach on and he would show how to do different accents. Oh, I've seen like different types of videos like that. I think, oh my gosh, it almost came to me what the what the like channel was i can't remember it doesn't matter i'm sure that someone knows this if people listen (laughs) um but and he would talk about tongue placement yeah and just how you say letters and like if it comes from you know the back of your throat or you hold your tongue at the roof of your mouth or when you say this vowel sound like that was so interesting to me and i'm not good at accents like that no i I can't even but when he this guy was explaining it it was so fascinating Mm -hmm. and it was just i could see like i know why he's a voice coach because he clearly can can do do this well but then i would try some of this stuff and i'm like oh my gosh that does sound yeah like maybe i could if i had a voice i know it's just kind of cool i just find that that really interesting Another, this is random, but just speaking of like random <laughs> things I find interesting <laughs> and that's unique to each person is handwriting. Yes. I love looking at people's handwriting. Like it's so personal. I know. And, you know, like, you know, my handwriting's not very good, but I'm just yeah. always like, but I also feel like certain age groups have similar handwritings oh, yeah. and stuff like younger people and then like. It's just sloppy when you're young. Yeah. (laughs) But it's interesting, I think, because it is just so individualized and how I write is not the same as how anyone else writes. Right. And I had a thing at work recently where a bunch of the staff wrote things and then we had it all up on the wall in sticky notes. And I wasn't even really reading what... They wrote, right. I was just looking at everybody's handwriting yes. and how, you know, some people write like small and crumped together and some people are writing in cursive and other people are like, it's like chicken scratch and <laughs> others are very clear and rushed or really mm-hmm. slow and like just meaningful writing. But I just love handwriting. I know. It's it so is. interesting. I know. I love like, even when I like read my husband's handwriting, like, yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's you. It's crazy that it's somebody's job to like decode like I was just thinking that too. I like, know. that's awesome that they're, it's just so cool. But it really, it is a job. It can be because you do, you, that is something that's so individual to each person. And to study that and to be able to match up how people like make right. certain letters and like solve crimes. Yeah, like <laughs> I know. It is interesting. I think about that with mine sometimes too, because in my job, I, I don't know, I don't sign things a lot, but like there are some slips that I sometimes have to sign and my signature is just really quick. It's like an A and then a scribble because it's just, but that has evolved. Like it hasn't always looked like that. Right. So I'm just like, has my handwriting, it has evolved from a child, obviously, but how, if my signatures changed, has my style of writing changed? (laughs) I don't know. It's just interesting. It is interesting. And, like, if I'm trying to write nicely, yeah. my handwriting looks so much different than when yeah. I'm writing Rushed. my natural way. Yeah. <laughs> or if I'm more purposeful with what I'm saying yes. or if I'm, like, someone needs to read this. Yes. <laughs> someone, <laughs> Not just me. Not just me. <laughs> someone needs to know because we were part of 
the age group that still learned cursive (laughs) and practiced it all through school. I had to write papers fully in cursive. And I love cursive. Mm -hmm. I don't have any problem writing in that. But my natural handwriting now is a mix between cursive and just standard writing. I know, depending on, like, the word. Yeah, (laughs) so... Like mine is usually a mix of it and it can be kind of sloppy because I'll run things together. I can always read it, but you know, sometimes other actually, I shouldn't say that. Sometimes I legitimately cannot read a word and I'm I like, know. what the heck was I writing? <laughs> but um, when I want someone to read this, especially if it's somebody who's significantly younger than me, I never right. do that because I know that some of those kids can't <laughs> I read. I literally cursive. never learned it. Yeah. That's such a funny. It's so such I'm a like funny time. Purposefully writing out each letter nice and clear, <laughs> and then I get frustrated and I like this is taking too long. <laughs> I know. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. It's just funny. Like those random things are just. I find them so interesting. I know. But they're the things that just make us all yeah, unique, unique and, and our beautiful. own person. <laughs> I know. All the self-deprecating we did yes. earlier. Now we're turning it around. <laughs> See, that's we're growing. I know. Just in the span of, of this podcast, we have experienced it. so much growth. <laughs> I'm ready to go out and make some friends. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to. <laughs> I'm gonna have like five new friends. Five tomorrow (laughs) the thing that we want to do towards the end of every podcast is to give some recommendations we don't have any sponsorships it's literally just (laughs) we just want to recommend something fun um a podcast i listened to did this and i'm actually going to recommend that podcast which is the degrassi whatever it takes podcast where it's (laughs) <laughs> a rewatch of all the Degrassi episodes from next gen to next class. This also dates us. <laughs> Very old. Um, but yeah, they. if you like an actual genuine um, rewatch podcast, I would do that one. And they actually do all the episodes and they go through that. That's what I want in a rewatch podcast. Yeah. I want them to go through what the episode's about and say what they think. Yeah. And, and give some insider that. information too. Yeah, it's like I like when people. When me too. Instead do that. of just like nothingness, there's definitely some I have complaints about on that. But this one, I liked it for Degrassi. And at the end, they would recommend just something random, and I was like, we should do that. Yeah, I think it's kind of fun, and it helps just like people be engaged. Yeah. yeah, I think it's fun. So the thing that I would recommend um, is the. Uh, sweet potato gnocchi from oh. Trader Joe's. So if you have a Trader Joe's near you, I would highly recommend this. It <laughs> literally, I think it's my favorite thing from Trader Joe's. I love it so much. And I could eat it every single day for dinner. Is it something they have all year round or is yeah. it seasonal? They have it all year round. And it's in the frozen section. Um, and I've tried the other gnocchis that they have. Okay. But this is my favorite one. And just disclaimer for anyone listening, I don't like sweet potatoes. It depends. Yeah. yeah, I just don't. But I love this sweet potato <laughs> gnocchi. So just, 
it has like a sage sauce. Oh, oh my gosh, it's just so good. So that's what I would recommend if you're hitting up your local TJs. Get that from the freezer <laughs> section. Joe's. I also recommend Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a Trader Joe's that's that close to us. No, so whenever we can go, it's, it's always. I know. You, you make that special trip to Trader Joe's. It's like, I'm going to Trader Joe's. I actually, to kind of go off on this a little bit, I broke down finally and bought the insulated bag yeah because before I just was I had the regular bags and now I'm like you know what I need to make sure my frozen things are staying nice and frozen (laughs) I'm getting the insulated bag especially with that you know, commute to yeah, the Trader Joe's. We gotta make sure our stuff is staying cold. And we're living a hard life. We have to commute to Trader Joe's first world problems. Know, right? <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much yeah. for listening and look for new episodes on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And um, you can find us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. And please uh, be sure to rate and review only good ratings please <laughs> at just first. kidding you should be honest yes but we, we can take criticism even though it sounds like we can't we absolutely can yes um and please make sure to subscribe to our podcast and look out for tiktok too we should be posting on that as well so um and look out for no i'm just kidding <laughs> we don't have anything else our merch is yeah. coming out. not yet maybe in the future <laughs> Uh, yeah, this was Emotional Support Water Bottle. Thank you.